Wow. Welcome, welcome, and welcome, everybody, to the show. It is I, your uh, faithful leader, as your faithful leader, Rob Zeri, and I'm excited about this week. Very excited about this week. We are uh, running at full capacity. We have no doctor's appointments coming up. We have no uh, uh, baby inspection coming up. We've got none of that. It's just me. It's just you. And it's... Um, I don't even know. <laughs> I just It just, just sounded good. Oh, man. Did you guys have a good weekend? That's all I want to know is did you have a good weekend? Did you get your uh, share of fake news? Huh? Did you get your share of fake news? Listen, we've been doing this program now for, what, uh, two years? year and a half? Maybe longer. I, we seem to be perpetually uh, a year and a half. I, whenever some well, you've been doing that, oh, you a year and a half, oh, a year and a half, something like that. So let's just say you're up. But those of you who have followed us, those of you who have um, been with us from the beginning, oftentimes I ask, how did we get the word bullying. How did we get the word shaming? How did we get the word xenophobe? And what I mean by that is, it seems like it happens overnight. Literally, overnight. If you comment on uh, someone's weight or the concept of being fat, instantly called a fat shamer. Instantly. Why are you fat shaming that person? Why? We're, We're talking about weight. We're talking about being unhealthy. We're talking about your fat shaming. And we've talked about how this happened. All of these fat shaming, Islamophobia, uh, 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 bullying, cyberbullying, uh, racist, uh, xenophobic, all of these words have been around. But they all of a sudden, in the last, what? This life. They, they, they get breathed this life. And then instantly, they are used to either shut down conversation, discredit a conversation, discredit a group, and oftentimes, oftentimes, it seems like it happens in the blue. It doesn't. 
Now, when the word fat shaming uh, became like the buzzword, the hot topic, the new thing, where it was story after story after story, fat shaming, fat shaming, fat shaming, or cyberbullying, cyberbullying, imagine, imagine bullying someone through the internet in emails, that's bullying, emails, you go to your inbox, there's a message, you click it, and it's like, I hate you, I hope you die, you scumbag, Bullying. That that's a a issue. That that's something that is now part of our society. It's it's just insane. like bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. But but it comes into our world. It's like it just happens overnight. Because you don't really pay attention. Cyberbullying, bullying, uh, you know, labeling somebody that's wearing a uh, uh, Halloween costume just all of a sudden happens. Wanted to be at ground zero for these moves. Because all of a sudden, shaming. When the hell did this become something? Fat shaming. Well, there was a ground zero. And then it evolved. Obama. The media. Made never around before. We always talk about the whole bullying thing. Bullying to me was the gooch on different strokes. You never saw the gooch. But there was a gooch, and the gooch was somebody that was bigger, stronger, older, and mean. And that person, Arnold Drummond, a.k.a. Gary Coleman, different strokes. That was the gooch. It was Bullying. He was bully. He was a big bully. That was it. Then he evolved under the Obama world, doing it somebody. They want to shut the conversation down. They stop it. All of a sudden, that shuts a conversation down. Bullying. You're bullying me. You have a problem with somebody at work. All you got to say is, that person is bullying me. Buzzword. And now you apply it. Cyberbullying. I don't know. Bullying. <laughs> and just bullying. You just, you just put it next to another word. Kind of like shame, you fat shaming, uh, you're skinny shaming, you're school shaming, you're ugly shaming, you're uh, uh, pimple shaming, you're blonde hair shaming, everything's shame. We now, we 
now are a ground zero for a new liberal buzzword. And I'm excited because I never got to get a ground zero. I never watched bullying, fake news. That's the new fat shaming. Um, transgender. That's another transgender. I identify as a woman. I identify as a man. I identify as an animal. Never. You had you had you had a cross dresser. A guy dressed like a woman, they were cross dresser. They didn't identify. There's no such thing as that. It was created, it was invented by liberals. I identify. Identify? Yes, I identify. I identify you as an asshole. That. that a fucky asshole. That's how I identify you as news, which is code word for anything that the left does not agree with or like, or they don't give you. So if you're not the New York Times. The Washington Post, um, BuzzFeed, Daily Beast, CNN, CBS. If you're not the liberal, Democrat, corporate media, you are fake news. That's the new transgender. That's the new I identify. That's the new shaming. That's the new bullying. Oh, what do you got there? Well, it's a story on blah, 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 blah. Oh, fake news. Fake news? What what do you mean fake news? What what the hell is fake news? Diversity. Well, all diversity is affirmative action. When somebody oh, they need more diversity. What do you mean? Well, they need more di- So they need more blacks, they need more women, they need more Mexico. Why? Yeah, okay. So what does that mean? You're saying you need to have more of them. They should be hiring a black person for that position. Well, what if the person is not qualified? Diversity is a is a word because affirmative action people go, uh, nobody likes affirmative action. Nobody agrees with affirmative action. No one should be getting a job based on their color, on their sexual orientation, on their race. Should all be merit. Privilege. That's white pri- another liberal. Buzzword, white privilege. 
white guilt. That's the white privilege kind of took over from white guilt privilege. We have white people crying because they're white. I'm so, I'm so ashamed. Look at all of these things I have. Because I'm white. <laughs> what the hell? Have you ever heard of that? Ever seen of that? Before the Obama era. Before this eight-year millennial just whacked out whatever. <laughs> and that's what it is. These millennials now have the positions in media companies where they get to write whatever nutty article because these media companies and the people that own them and run them are these old white guys, white men. They're not, they're not happening. They don't know a Jay-Z, a Beyonce. They don't know any of that. So they're like, so what do we do? What? Look at Ariana Huffington. Daily Beast. You see the people that they rely on for Daily Beast? You got the, the old kid there. Ashwan Mashman. They got is it these twenty-something-year-old kids out of living in their parents' basement with their journalism degrees? I'm gonna do this article. It's really gimped by by these millennials. It's like they sit in a room and they go, "Hey, let's create." Um, Shaming. Let, let's create the concept of shaming, fat shaming, slut shaming, thin shaming, ugly. And, and then they write an article. And then they're millennial goof the heavy or, uh, you know, uh, uh, BuzzFeed. Then they write one. And then somebody at Cosmopolitan. They're all a bunch of millennial hipster douchebags. The world's worst generation. Because their parents are parents are horrible people. It doesn't matter if you're the best. It matter if you succeed. As long as you try. As long as you fall. doesn't matter after that. Oh, it came in place. Here's your trophy because you cried. No, man, no. no. Hey, you tried, but it wasn't because these eight other people did better than you. Maybe next time you try harder and you get a trophy. No, you don't get a trophy. You get a trophy for trying. Matter of fact, the only time you get any for places oh uh, give crap about the only uh, I mean, okay. we get, oh, 
a guy. Come on. So we now have fake news. But the concept and the reality has been around for years. Is it fake news when you go to a market and there's a magazine that has visited the So isn't that fake news? Isn't that fake news? Or did something happen that no one told me about? When you're standing in the market or at a new stand, magazine after magazine after magazine, talking about Michael Moore make a thick movie, then liberals hero Michael Moore made a movie that won an Academy Award. So the Academy Award went to Right? Because in theory, theory, the whole concept of Michael Moore's film, that George Bush did something in Michael Moore's film. Right? Isn't that If I go... Uh, and wait in line at Walmart. Inquirer, and it says the Obama administration has over 50 covert ice brotherhood soldiers working in the CIA. Isn't that fake news? Or is that real news? What is that? He basically escapes, but that's fake news. If Brian Williams tells the story in NBC, if Brian Williams tells that story in a it's wasn't that fake news, or that debunked, or is that poor Pinocchio's? Is that when Donald Trump talked about Muslims who were dancing and celebrating and partying it up after 9-11 over there in uh, Jersey City. And he references an article by a cripple fellow who now works for the New York Times, but the article appeared was wrong. In fact, is it fake news? Isn't that fake news? It's fake news. Isn't the Washington Post guilty? Creating fake news. When Swipey I. 
Your claims of Muslim celebrating is a lie. It's wrong. You're lying. It's referencing an article from our book at Fake News. When CNN a whole list of other corporate media outlets. Michael Brown, hey, don't shoot. Hey, don't shoot. You remember that. The media won't talk about it because it's fake news. It never happened. Listen, just the first police or you know, right-wing talk or right-wing TV. But the Obama administration, Eric Holder, the Justice Department, they investigated. Remember? They swooped in. Holder went down there, met with people. Obama Holder investigated the concept of hands up, don't shoot, and that it so it's fake news. Is that fake news? I don't hear the media talking about CNN, MSNBC, NBC, ABC, and all the dickers and all the little pundits pushing Hands up, don't shoot white police officers killing unarmed black guys because they're black. And then a black guy in Dallas, Texas, goes out and shoots police officers and says, I did it. The other shooting, where was it? In, uh... Oh, God. Remember the ambush? And the guy had the body armor? It was Missouri or same, but it was similar. Guy walking there at the garage in North Carolina, packing heat, pretending he sees he's investigating. Firing. Welch did this because of Pizzagate fake news. This is that is so dangerous and awful and it's unfortunate. What do you call heads up, don't shoot? What do you call a building? lit on fire. Weeks of police officers being gunned down in the street. That was all from hands up, don't shoot. A fake news story pushed corporate media titans. A.K.A. CNN, 
NBC, MSNBC, internet corporate titans, the Daily Beast, Huffington Post, Vox, BuzzFeed. Where's the responsibility from those people? Jay Tapper. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hack Tapper was so distraught, like over the top distraught. That Pizza Gate, fake news is all over And it's influenced the election. It's influenced the election. Fake news. Stuff that's been around for years. Years. Put, put Again, just put aside legit hands don't shit of narratives. Put that aside. Aliens visiting the White House. Hitler not being really dead. Those things have been around. 9-11, inside Scott Gisick, Caitlyn Jenner, and the wife. I mean, this type of stuff has been around. Never have we heard, oh, it influenced the election. What do you mean influenced the election? What are you talking about? Clickbaiting has been around for years. What are, you, what are you, stupid? Oh, it's another invented buzzword diversity cyberbullying identify another invented word the problem with fake news problem with fake news and the funny thing about the whole p gate if you take 15 minutes That's all. 15 minutes. And really read the information. You won't think it's some nutty, crazy, whack out. You legitimately will go, hmm. There's a lot of coincidences. There's a lot of coincidences in these stories. There's a lot of... I mean, let, let, let me ask you this. Free knowing what we know about... Pretend we don't know. Oh, told you that Speaker of the House is a pedo, what would you say? 
a website or a magazine, they would have said the Speaker of the House likes young boys. Matter of fact, his infatuation boys dates all the way back some 25-30 years. News, fake news. But guess what? It wasn't fake news. Denny has is a pedo. And we didn't find out that he was a pedo until long after he was out of office and the Speaker of the House. What about Mark Foley? What about Mark Foley? If somebody told you before you knew the Mark Foley story that a congressman... Hell, what about Michael Weiner? Look what they said about Andrew Breitbart. Look what the media said about Andrew Breitbart. When Andrew Breitbart rolled out the whole Anthony Weiner sexing his dick pics everywhere, just just go back in time. That's a, a recent story. Go back in time. You could actually see internet archives of that. I sapper you just remember the bastard was love scenes that say the alien you know visited Alien, alien, some alien, E.T., I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But the same magazine that pre-fake news was called Trash, Trash Mag, Gossip Mag. And every week there would be a new story about John Edwards and his love child, or his soon-to-be love child, and his uh, mistress, and the fact the mistress. Were, I mean, this is a big story that everybody said was fake news, pre-fake news, but it was BS. wasn't real. It was conspiracy stuff. We were told by the media then. Ugh. Dismiss it. Tapper. If Hack Tapper wasn't interviewing pornographers and talking about pornography back then, he'd be saying, it's it's fake news. It's fake. It's all fake. It's fake, 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 fake. And what happened? John Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is my baby. This is my child. And the uh, 
the vice president's uh, uh, quarters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that the president of the United States go back to the 90s somebody online and be right what reading the president of the United States had in turn that out of his office give him dress. What what would you say to that? What would you say to that? Would the media fake conspiracy talk would would have heard that. Would all fake news like it today? They were exposed. When here, Glenn Truss at Politico or Ezra Klein at Vox, Pamela Brown at CNN. Anderson Cooper at CNN. When you hear them talk about no evidence of this, the, uh, of a pedophile ring in this pizza game, no evidence. No. Well, listen, there was no evidence that a fat intern was giving the president of the United States fellatio. There, there was no investigative reporting. It wasn't a slow build-up. It wasn't weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of investigating. All of a sudden, there was a story, and people went, nah. And all of a sudden, it blew up and said, yeah, here it is. It's audio, blah, 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 blah. Very rarely, very rarely, Is there some type of Watergate, Woodward, and Bernstein investigation? Well, we've been investigating this Pizzagate for the last year and a half, and we are pleased to announce our findings. Pedophiles, when have you heard, whether it's Denny Haster, whether it's Foley. When? It just happens. I implore you. Do a little investigating on Pizzagate. Yes, I know it sounds crazy. I think I tweeted somebody, hey, I thought it all sounded really crazy and I never paid much attention to it till I actually read this huge article online. And it wasn't, we hate Hillary. She's a pedophile. John Podesta's a pedophile. And uh, 
Uh, here's the restaurant. Guilty. It, 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 I mean, it wasn't like that. It, it was a very, very well put together outline of all people involved. Where their ties are. And when you read it, and then you uh, read the WikiLeak emails. And then you think of the Haster and the Foley. And there's been other Chomo situations. Um, oh, God, we did a story on the guy year and a half ago was a, a a senator or a congressman's aide like his right hand man was caught with uh, child porn and he wound up killing himself wish I could remember the guy's name not the guy who killed himself but the uh, the senator or congressman famous like famous Oh, well-known. You you would know the... Let me see if I could... Nah, it's not important. But you read the Pizzagate story, and then you think, oh, wow, okay, well, yeah. There was this, uh, you know, Foley, and there was Haster, and then there was that congressman's aide. And, I mean, it's not Chomo stuff, but remember Livingston, the guy that was caught in the men's bathroom in uh, the Minneapolis airport, trying to get sex in the bathroom, tapping his toe, and the undercover cop busted him because it's a bathroom known for people soliciting for gay, you know, oral sex. Granted, yeah, it's not uh, pedo stuff, and I'm not trying to link it, as far as pedo, homo, you know, I'm just saying, again, nobody saw that coming. Nobody said, oh, yeah, dude, this dude, he's been, he's been toe-tapping men's bathrooms for years. It came out, and people were like, what? The dude's trying to blow guys in the bathroom of an airport? What? Didn't see this coming. So you got to check out the the whole Pizzagate story. But this whole fake news. Just another way for the left to try to discredit any information that's not created by them. It's just like calling anybody that voted for Trump a racist. Anybody that voted for Trump. Who'd you vote for? Uh, Trump. Oh, what are you, a racist? What do you mean, am I a racist? Why would you say that? Well, you voted for Trump. He's a racist. Okay. It's the same thing. Oh, where'd you get that story? What do you mean where I get that? So I, well, I mean, Breitbart. Ah, fake news. I mean, it's fake news. That's fake news. If you didn't get it from CNN, 
CNN or NBC. fake news. Really, that's your, yeah, it's fake news. According to CNN, that's fake news. It's not from them. It's fake news. That's all. We are seeing new word, a new liberal tactic from ground zero. We will look back on this and be able to pinpoint exactly when the media said, all right, we're going to start labeling everything that's not disseminated by us as fake news. That's what we're going to do. So if it's not on CNN, and it's not on NBC, and it's not told to the people by John Harwood, Joy Reid, Rachel Maddow, he considered fake news. We are seeing it at ground zero. Ground zero. Fake news. Even though it's been around for years. Perpetrated by the media. The corporate media. Remember Dan Rather? And the whole Bush draft dodging national... Remember that whole... Fake news. Fake news. We could go back and pinpoint all the times that the media... Hell... You want to talk about fake news? You want to talk about fake news? How about the last 16 months? This presidential campaign and every single network and every single pundit, every single expert, every single analysis telling Everybody that Trump can't win, he has no chance, all of their rhythms or whatever the hell you call them, everything that they use to predict, to, to give analysis, everything is saying Trump has no shot. Wouldn't 16 months of all of those people in all those networks, all of those stories, wouldn't that be fake news? Because every single one of those networks, articles that they put on their websites, whether it was SC Cup, Dean Obelach, Mike Schmarskanish, Everybody did a story. New York Post, New York Times, Washington Post. Isn't that fake news? Because all of those people claim to be journalists. They claim to be reporters. 
and they all claim to be giving all of us news. Because when you say to Anderson Cooper or you say to Tapper or Wolf Blitzer, you're not a newsman. You're an opinion man. No, we're not. I'm not. You're an advocate. No, I'm not. Your network is not a news network. It's an advocate network. You're advocating for Democrats. You're advocating for liberals. You're advocating for the President of the United States. No, we're not. Okay, well, if you're not, then you're fake news. Because all of your news, Donald Trump, has been wrong. So if it's not fake, then what is it? Wrong news? We're the wrong news network? WNNWNN, the wrong news network. Oh, seems like fake news to me. When your reporters or your journalists are working hand-in-hand with candidates or presidential nominate, whatever. Isn't that the definition of fake? I'd love to be talking, I'd love to do the reverse to hack Tapper and give him that question. Remember when he did that with Trump? Well, Mr. Trump, if you're saying that a judge with Mexican heritage can't be fair in your case, isn't that the definition of racism? Of course, leaving out all the nuances. But I'd love to say that to Hack Tapper. Hack. Hack. If you have people that are uh, intricate with your network, sharing questions with candidates, sharing emails with candidates, or people that work for candidates where they're calling them TV stars. Isn't that the definition of fake news? The whole concept of being objective is thrown out the window if you're working hand in hand. It's fake news. Your fake news. That's not put out By the media, by the Democrats. That's all. And because of that, it's labeled fake news. It's just insane. It really is. It, it, it really is insane. I'm going to throw this one at you. Hold on. This is another good one. See, nobody... Ch- See, that... 
Uh, we'll get to that after uh, after this segment. But nobody challenges the media. Okay? No, nobody challenges the media. That's why Trump does what he does. Because if the media would challenge, there would be no need for Trump to tweet or or anybody to push back. But here, let me give you an example, and I'm not going to go too far off, off the beaten path. But USA Today, would you consider USA Today a fake news outlet? No, right? But back in 2012, story that today Trump and his people use when talking about illegal individuals voting and whether it's Stephanopoulos or Tapper or the uh, Dickens or whatever the guy from CBS is, whatever his name is. Love to talk about Trump and the fact that he said you know, possibly two million people voted uh, illegally for Hillary Clinton. People go, oh, that's fake news. That that's stuff that Trump pulled out of a fake news site. And a lot of times they. Credit Alex Jones and Infowars with the fake news. Oh, fake news, fake news, fake news. But this information is from USA Today. Back in 2012, here's the headline. Pew study, one in eight voter records flawed. More than 24 million voter registration records in the United States, but one in eight accurate of date or duplicate. Nearly 2.8 million people are registered in two or more states. Perhaps 1.8 million registered voters are dead. This is USA Today and a few study. Both would never be considered fake news. And this is what Trump has referenced. So, article continues. Those estimates from a report published today by the nonpartisan Peace Center of the states put a largely paper-based system that is outmoded, expensive, and error-prone. We have a ramshackle registration system in the U.S. It's a mess. It's expensive. There is essential control over the process, said Lawrence Norton of Brennan Center for Justice at New York University. Again, is this fake news? Because if Trump references this article and the media elites say he's crazy, say it's a conspiracy story, 
what they're saying is, USA Today is a fake news site, and this article, the media off, But I wish when these surrogates would go on these TV shows or even Mike Pence, I wish they would have this article printed and put in their pocket. Trump is what? And just rip the here you go. Here. And show them here. There you go. That's why. It's fake news. It's not from Alex Jones' site. It's not from InfoWars. It's you say a few studies. It's fake news. Well, that's been... Well, it, wait a minute. Hey, are you saying it's wrong now? Now it's wrong. Back then it wasn't. Are you saying it's wrong now? If it is, you do an article saying that that is fake. Why would you not correct if it is fake? Fake. Just like that Washington Post article about dancing Muslims celebrating 9-11. After Trump used it to prove his point, and the media went, no, Washington Post never, ever pulled it from their site and issued type of a they never did that three years ago they never said anything about it three years ago they never said anything about it nothing absolutely nothing fake news information that doesn't come from the left. That's what they call fake news. Rob Zakari, it's Rob Zakari Show. We're going to take a quick break. So don't go away. We'll be back. Still got uh, a lot of show left. Feeling good. We got uh, our computers back. Set. We're, we're really finally just settling in. We really are. I know it sounds stupid, but we've been um, kind of discombobulated with the with the baby and you know the doctor appointments and and switching up times and then the holidays and the Thanksgiving and blah 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 blah. So it's crazy, but we're kind of back, and I'm feeling good. So. It's Rob Zakari, the Rob Zakari Show. We'll be right back after these effing words. Yeah. Thanks to Lester. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military, their importance. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military, their I know that I can call up the man, can call up the man with a plan. When I'm on the run, when I'm on the run, all I 
friends are like, oh, they should have gave him the death penalty. And I said, nah, dude. You know how I feel about the death penalty. It's more torture to keep somebody in prison for the rest of their life. Especially if they're in solitary confinement or some type of protective uh, custody type of thing. It's far more um, just torturous, and that's nice. Seriously, that's nice. Death penalty is nice. So that scumbag who left his uh, kid in the hot car, uh, basically be free. I mean that that, that was. So he could get a divorce and be able to have sex with young girls. Then he didn't have a kid that would be uh, bogging him down because divorcing 
the uh, wife, you would still have um, the kid. You you would still be responsible to the kid. You'd still be responsible to the wife. You'd still be um, tied to them. So this little piece of shit, uh, Justin Ross, got sentenced to life in prison without parole. Now, hopefully, while he's in prison, the one hour a day that he will be allowed to leave his cell will involve being uh, raped and tortured uh, by individuals in the yard. Seriously. Hopefully, The police, the correction officers, I should say, basically uh, put them in the little cage. It's a little uh, 20 by 20 cage. And you walk in a circle. That's how you get your exercise. Depending on um, the prison, sometimes this cage is inside of a building. So you never see daylight. Sometimes it's outside, so you see the daylight. But you don't see anything around you because it's surrounded by a brick wall. But that one hour a day, they put them in there. They turn their backs, and then the door is open, and other prisoners are allowed to go in there and beat him. Like I said, not to death, because that gives him an easy way out. They just beat him, bloody him, sodomize him with their feet, like their big boots. Seriously. They tear his anus. Like I said, torture, not kill. bring him back to his cell and he has to uh, heal himself up. Throw him some gauze, some neosaporin. That's what should happen to this guy. Real scumbag. Beyond scumbag. To plan to kill your own child in a hot car. I mean, that's torture. Okay? I mean, that's not like Poisoning your kid. That's not like strangling your kid. I'm not saying that's better. But, car. Imagine what that little boy went through. Imagine him sitting in that car as the temperature started to rise. Essentially cooking him. Imagine the pain. The suffering. It's unimaginable. And when this case happened, and you actually saw families on television, because liberals tried to push this concept that this happens to normal, everyday people who are not trying 
purposely kill their child. Liberals tried to push the concept that families have left their children in hot cars on accident to only realize that they left them there eight, ten hours later, and by that time, they're dead. There was show after show, whether it was Nightline or uh, some other, I don't know, nightly program that a future debate moderator hosted, whether it was Cooper or Lemon or Holt. But they had these families who were never charged because it was deemed a legitimate accident. And I think to myself, and I'm going to have a kid soon. In about another month, month to two weeks, I'm going to have a kid. And I cannot fathom. Cannot fathom. And I don't even care when somebody goes, well, you won't know until you have a kid. Bullshit. Bullshit. Okay? Bullshit. Bullshit. When that car seat, and I already got the goddamn thing set up, is in the middle your back seat. Listen, I have dogs who 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 don't even compare. Don't even compare to a child. Don't even compare to a child. And yet, no matter where, when, how, if I travel with those dogs, it's a constant Checking on them. Take constant seeing them in the mirror. Now imagine a big fucking car seat with a little human being in it. And you're driving around. And your brain is so full of information that you would park at a store. And you know, listen, I'm not even necessarily talking about a store out of the car. You're in a hurry. You're like, oh man, I almost forgot the kid. Talk about you get out of the car. You leave kid. You go into your home. You go into your business. You go into your job. You go into a store, and you proceed to go about your routine. Not one hour, not two hours, not three hours, not four hours, not five, six, seven hours. That is beyond. Oh my God, I, I, I. It's my mind. I may no. You run out of the car, you get 20 feet, 25 feet, and you go, oh, Jesus, I forgot my kid. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll spot you that. Okay, I'll spot you 10 points. 20 feet, 
spot you 20 points, 10 points, 30 tops. But actually getting into a business, no, no. That kid is front and center and back seat. I drive with my girlfriend, and I am fully aware of every stop I make, every turn I make, everything I do. I am fully aware of that big belly that's sitting next to me. And God forbid something happens that crushes that belly, my kid is dead. So this concept that these families were so scatterbrained that they left their child in the car to die is nonsense. It's ridiculous. There just wasn't enough evidence to prove that they did it on purpose and their story was believable enough to not convict. That's all that was. But those people, those people subconsciously wanted that kid to die. Because no one leaves their kid in a hot car for hours on end. Those people just happen to have a better story. This guy was literally sitting, texting girls. He plotted this. He planned this. This is orchestrated to kill his child by means boiling hot car. And for that, I hope this son of a bitch lives another 50 years and is tortured every single day every single day of his life whoo heavy <laughs> heavy it's Rob's Carey it's Rob's Carey show right back after these words but I want to say one thing to the American people I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. Thank you. That's one of my favorite clips because according to Hack Tapper and Wolf Blitzer, that was fake news. The Bill Clinton, I never had sex with that woman, that would be considered fake news. Fake news, that would be considered fake news. President of the United States is having an affair with a fat intern, and he's Orgasming all over her face and dress. Fake news. All right, so listen, 
Last what, Friday, we talked about a new era. A new era in uh, presidential politics, presidential leadership. And that was the Trump era. That was Donald Trump bypassing traditional media. Donald Trump not having to sit down and speak to Hack Tapper or Wolf Blitzer or Andrea Mitchell. Remember, guys, all of these hacks are going to be froze out. They've had eight years of, man, partying and being considered somebody. Now, they're back to being nothing more than the booger-eating, sniffing, high school losers that they fought so hard to get away from. So when they talk about Trump being Hitler and they talk about Trump not knowing what to do about this and not doing that and he doesn't pick his cabinet, all of these things. Trump, instead of sitting down with Hack or Wolf Blitzer and saying, no, 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 you're wrong. Here is our plan. He goes right to the people. And he does a rally in Ohio where he talks to the people. He tells the people, hey, I told you I would get us killers to run our finances. And I did. I told you that I'm not going to sit by and let business go as usual. I took, and this is what he did. The media lost their mind. Press, I'm returning tonight. And then he went, ah, I'm going to get a steak. They lost mind. And matter of fact, it even started before that when Trump went to Capitol Hill after he got done with his little tour, after the tour was over, he hopped in his limo and left, and the press was not notified. Wolf Blitzer was outraged. Blitzer was outraged. This breaks protocol. This isn't right. You can't do this. You can't. And he did. Now what? Sky didn't fall. The world didn't end. The only thing that happened was uh, egos of the fart sniffers and booger eaters were broke everywhere. Unhinged. 
because Trump had the rally. And then they were unhinged because Trump talked to the president of Taiwan. Oh, my God. How could he do this? How could he accept a conversation? How could he accept this conversation? How could he do this? Why? How could he call her the the, the, the president? Oh, my God. Oh, my How could he do this? We also have prohibition. Women weren't able to vote. There was cars. There was no airplanes. We could go to the moon. All of these things were pipe dreams. All of these things at some point were met with resistance. All of these things at some point, somebody said, well, it's not what we do. And somebody went, well, okay, well, we're... And all this isn't something that we weren't told by Trump. Remember when Trump said, I like to be unpredictable. And everybody, what the hell does that mean? I don't like to tell everybody exactly what the United States is going to do. We're going to bomb somebody. We're going to bomb. We're not going to talk about it for 30 days. And everybody went, well, that's very weird. Really? I don't know. It's too weird to me. Day and age? Were our enemies are piped in to everything that we do? So they know everything that we're either contemplating, saying, So why is it somehow shocking? Would do stuff that goes outside the norm of what Washington says you're supposed to do. Why is that a surprise? Of course it's not a surprise. The left and media are going to create this weird dynamic of a surprise or Trump is stupid or he's retarded. But it's really not the case of that statement. Think about the concept. Think about that concept just for a second. That this relationship that we have with China, China, okay, is not very good. You have with a psychotic drunk person. Because that's what all of these experts are saying. a phone call. A simple phone call where the 
president and vice versa could set China off to the point where there's nuclear war. Think about it, guys. We're being told that the relationship that we have with China is so fragile. It's so delicate that a fucking phone call could spend years and years and years and years of a relationship. I don't know about you, but to me, that either sounds like bullshit And it's something that's that Trump side of what wanted him to do, or we have a never been told the truth about, and something like a phone call really is that spark that's going to cause a nuclear war in the next day or two. I mean, think about China right now. They're they're doing maneuvers in the South Sea, the South Pacific Sea, whatever the hell you call it. They're doing maneuvers out there. They're doing things that they're not supposed to be doing. Okay? And what are we doing? They're manipulating the currency. That hurts us. What are we doing? They're not even a democracy. They're an authoritarian dictatorship. What are we doing? You know, all of that. Those are three big things. That under any other circumstance or any other country, the United States would be like, no, no, we will not have that. So it's the phone call with the Taiwan president, the Taiwanese president. Get out of here. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop. What Trump is doing is exactly what he said he was going to do, which was put China on notice. He was going to do something that Obama should have been doing. When they started doing this stuff in the sea, when they started doing this stuff out there in the, in the Pacific, we should have said, hey, uh, we're not going to tolerate that. Instead, what did Obama do? I mean, what has Obama done as far as foreign policy with anything. Draw a line in the sand, cross the line, draw another line, cross that line, and then retreat. Putin. Putin's marched everywhere. What has Obama done? Nothing. He rewarded Castro. He rewarded 
Cuba. That's what he did. He rewarded Iran. He's apologized all over the world for how crappy the United States of America is. Remember when he told the the Japanese people, oh, sorry, we dropped some bombs on you. That was bad of us. Bad. They're trying to take over the world with the Nazis. We'd be bad. That should be a lesson to other countries. That should have been a lesson, and it used to be a lesson. That used to be a lesson. They used to be, the United States of America is pretty fucked up. Because they will nuke you. (laughs) They will fucking nuke you. They'll do a little war with you. They'll do a little battle with you. But ultimately, their end is dropping a bomb on you. That's it. So Trump said, China, China is going to have to be put on notice. I didn't know we're not supposed to talk to Taiwan. I didn't know we're not supposed to address uh, the Taiwan. Uh, I didn't know. Get out of here. Come on, man. Come on. Really think that's the case? You really think that's the case? Just like there's consequences as far as um, elections when it comes to domestic issues. There's consequences as it pertains to foreign issues. It's the same thing. And when people say, well, our policy has been this for the last 25 years. Okay, and we had a very distinct policy with Iran. Pre, pre the Shah being overthrown. After Obama changed stuff, I mean, what Obama did with Iran is unprecedented. It's unprecedented. I could be able to build a bomb now, but they're going to build a bomb in 10 years. Well, yeah, but between now and 10 years, the next president will be able to put in place more sanctions or work their deal than what the point of doing this in the first place. Why not keep the policy that we had? You're part of the axis of evil. If we have good intelligence 
to where you're building a facility to build nuclear weapons. We will not hesitate supplies in Israel know where this facility is. We will green light them to strike that facility. What was wrong with that policy? I didn't hear too many people on the left being completely unhinged over what Obama did with Iran. And yet Trump, he's on the phone, the phone, mind you. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. China's not going to get a free ride anymore. They're going to have to sit down at the table and renegotiate some deals. That's it. End of story. Trump didn't do this out of a mistake. He didn't do this because he didn't know what the hell's going on. He's doing exactly what he said. End of story. And when he does these things, the media reacts. You get that? What we're seeing as it pertains to Trump and what this administration is going to be about. And that's not letting the media not letting the Democrats, not letting the liberals establish the rules, the narrative. They're not going to get away with what they've been able to get away with for the past 20, 30, 40 years. So we talked about this months and months and months and months and months ago, and I brought up the example of my mom who would say to me after a Trump dust-up, why doesn't he just shut his mouth? Why doesn't he just be quiet? Why does he have to get on Twitter? Is it? I go, because if he doesn't, if he doesn't, a narrative will be created, and once that narrative sets in, possible to shake it. So he goes on Twitter or he does an interview and he pushes back. Rather, it's a woman saying that she was sexually assaulted or Lindsey Graham or Rand Paul claiming some wild, crazy thing that Trump responds to with, hey, I wasn't that, you know, evil of a person for you to ask for money or for me to help you get on Fox and Friends or whatever else, golf. So don't sit there and tell the American people that I'm uh, some type of evil monster when you have no problem associating with me. Because if Trump didn't do those things, then that narrative stays out there. 
Trump pushes back against fake news. And it's so funny, again, watching the left react to Trump tweeting or him commenting and them being outraged, but yet their whole word they created, fake news, is about embedding any information that is not put out by the media, by corporate media. And I've said this before, I'll say it again. Rather, it's Anderson Cooper or Cuomo or Tapper. They've always been in a position where they've been able to call the shots. So they've been able to say whatever they want about a politician or a celebrity or just an average Joe on the street. And those people never push back. If it's the average Joe on the street, they don't have a platform. If it's the politician, they're told you don't push back because that's not dignified or that's not what you do and you're not going to lower yourself to, you know, responding to that. So in turn, the average person hears a Cuomo or a Tapper saying and repeating whatever narrative over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And before you know it, it gets baked in the cake. You know, I bet you Democrats, I bet you all the Clinton supporters are sitting back going, you know, we shouldn't have took the position of being baked in the cake. Shouldn't have been doing business as usual. We shouldn't have been doing the same old, same old. Because ultimately, that is what killed us. How many times did you hear a story? Rather, it was the email servers or, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton uh, uh, passing out. And when the Coopers or, uh, you know, one of them would talk about it with a constrigate or even a pundit, you know, a, a Dana Bash, they would say, well, you know, I just, it's already baked in the cake, so... Uh, the people don't really care about the emails, or the people don't really care about Bill Clinton's infidelities, or they don't really care about uh, the things that people said that Hillary did when she was played. That stuff's been out there. It's all been baked in the cake. Well, guess what? Trump's not going to let things get baked in a cake. Hillary Clinton goes, I know I don't really want to talk about that. Oh, because it's true? Well, I'm just going to let them talk about it. I'm not going to dignify. So it's true. It's all true then. It's baked in the cake. And I've said it before. No one else does that. If you're at work and you hear 
hey, uh, uh, Bob, they're saying that you like uh, to eat your own shit. What? Who said that? I heard it from Phyllis. Who heard it from Tom? Well, you know what? I don't like to eat my own shit. I'm going to have to shut this down. Who, who, who goes like this? You know, I don't want to dignify uh, that crazy, crazy, crazy. You don't want to di- So is it true? I'm not. You know what? I'm just that. That's stupid. Oh, so you eat your own shit. I didn't say that. So do you eat your own? This is silly. I don't want to talk about that. No one does that. Somebody says, hey, I hear you like to eat your own shit. You go, I don't like to eat my own shit. Whoever told you that is a fucking jerk off asshole. Point out who told you. I'm going to go up and I'm going to confront them. That's how the normal world works. The normal world doesn't go anonymous sources. Anonymous sources means bullshit. Your typical CNN fake news bullshit. Anonymous sources. Anonymous sources with the Trump transition team have said, so who? Well, we can't tell you that because then we won't get the story. What story? Your bullshit fake story? Anonymous sources. It's not anonymous. You're full of shit. But Alec Baldwin did his open. He did the open where uh, he made fun of Trump tweeting. He made fun of Trump tweeting, and then they mention, you know, Steve Bannon, the Grim Reaper, and, you know, it was their little skit. And Trump tweeted, not funny. And the media lost their minds. How could the president, how is it that he's tweeting? How, why would he do this? Who would do this? This is frightening. That scumbag Judd Apatow. How could you know what? How could he not be studying? And like I said before, Obama he studied briefing books. He's had attack after attack. Bush he studied briefing books. He had nine eleven. Studying briefing books don't mean shit. Okay. Cards. Why is he not that? Calling them out. Comedians, they hate it. They hate it. Because they're like the media. The media is one and the same. They're saying you suck. And you're not funny. You're unfunny. And you're ugly. 
So they don't like the fact that Trump calls people out. They don't like the fact handle it. And go back to what I said Thursday and Friday. Trump is not going to let somebody define who he is. They've gotten for the past 25 years. And if they don't get that and there's something wrong. There's something wrong. Something wrong. Four decades of bipartisan foreign policy consensus and anger without reaping any benefits of the United States. Some clear exactly what the strategic effort is, what the aim of the strategic effort is, and it's unclear exactly what potential benefit could be experienced by the United States. But I'll leave it to them to explain. I want to beat a dead horse. Same can be said about Cuba. This 50-year Castro, a 50-year protocol. 50-year protocol. Uh, bipartisan in nature. Reagan, Bush Sr., Clinton, Bush Jr. Presidency is the bully pulpit. It's not a bully pulpit only when the media deems a bully pulpit. It's a bully pulpit when Wolf Blitzer says, okay, it's now time for an interview. President calls shots. President, he doesn't need MSNBC. He doesn't need ABC. He doesn't need to stand in front of a lectern and go, yes, Andrew Mitchell. Yes, Katie. You need to do that. do any of that. And they can't handle it. It's exactly the way it's supposed to be. The President of the United States the most powerful person in the world. And I guarantee you going, what the fuck are we going to do? Because not only is there a new sheriff in town, but he's a real sheriff. He's not pretending to be a sheriff. He's not putting on a goofy hat and a plastic badge. This motherfucker is a jet. This motherfucker is like Ronald Reagan on steroids. It looks like we're going to have to get in line. So we're going to get 
to Rob Zakari. We'll be right back after uh, the words. Yeah. Build a wall, it just got ten feet higher. Build a wall, it just got ten feet strong. Build a wall, it just got ten feet higher. And build and build and build and just build a wall. Build and build and build and just build a wall. I just want to make America great.
It's a New York Post article. It's a fresh article. Fresh. Fresh! Fresh! A friend of the family was walking the dogs. They had a reporter out there like, hey, what's up? He said, I'm walking the dogs. He said, he's there helping out. Don't know much. Left. They left. I mean, who leaves their two dogs behind? I'm telling you the story is going to come out. What did I say to Mario friends to try to get some notoriety, try to get uh, money, who the hell knows? Or it was a situation because uh, the woman Sherry was banging around with someone's husband and so she got at with. Or this was not some random crime. Okay? Take that bang. Not random hate crime. Telling it's not random hate crime. Abducting someone and holding them captive for three weeks. So they're gone. They're missing. November 2nd. Or November 2nd. Uh, December, they're saying, Today's the 5th. It's like the 2nd. I'm looking at it right now. And I guess the other is driving a new truck on Thursday. And the client is a friend. is using it under the radar and hidden from people. Maybe trying to harm his wife. So, there you go. I think it's interesting. The drugs behind. And then the other story that uh, is coming through. I'm looking at it right now. And it's interesting because. Um, None of this information was told um, yesterday. It was some type of um, residence or type of um, nightclub. Nobody knew it was a, a drug den. And I'm talking about the Oakland fire. I didn't even know about it. Until my dad, I was talking to my mother. She called me up, telling me about uh, baby clothes or I don't know, something, something with the baby. And she likes to FaceTime me. I don't know why. I think it's an old person thing. She's not that old, but man, she loves the FaceTime. So all FaceTime. And it's funny because when she FaceTimes, my dad 
gets involved in the conversation, but guy because it's never framed properly. They they don't frame their FaceTime properly. So head pop in like from either the left side of the frame or the right side, but it's like just his head. And it's like half his head. And he looks at like different parts of the camera because he, he doesn't he doesn't necessarily focus where the camera is certain upon time. So he'll be looking so you like he's looking at you but then the the, the eyes wander to like the bottom of the phone. <laughs> Very creepy. FaceTiming with the uh with the mom and baby stuff and all of a sudden there comes my dad's creepy just that and he goes Did you see the fire? What's going on with that fire? And I go, What are you talking about? He goes, The fire, the fire is out there. Fire. I'm watching it on uh, MSNBC. I go, I don't know. It's a fire. It's a fire out there. So I go and I click it on and I'm I go, It's in Oakland. Well, California. And I go, Well, Jesus Christ, I, if something happens in, you know, Albany, uh, do I go, Hey, what's the- he goes, you see that? Oh, my God, so many people died. I go, but that's nothing compared to Club that was on fire. Remember the, the music band, Great What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is, wow, this is horrible. I go, yeah, but remember that, that, that club, 100 people died. Yeah? Yeah, but this is, I say, oh, gee, okay, yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. So then I you know, watch the news, and it was like, oh, this building, and there's people, and blah, 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 and I was like, wow, that's horrible, that's bad, that's... and now I hear that it was like this ghost ship, artist enclave, but really, the guy who owned this place or ran this place was nothing more than uh, like a low-life scumbag created a environment so people could have set parties and shoot dope and On the Daily Mail. Talks to the caregiver. Of this guy's kid. The guy abandoned his kids. He neglects his kids. And the guy would leave the kids. Wander the earth in such adventure. So the place wasn't a nightclub. Now, I'm not saying this going, oh, yeah, they all deserve to die. I'm not saying it at all. More than anything going on in Tennessee. And B, the narrative was that of a club or 
a restaurant or, or, or something of that nature. And it's the furthest from the truth. It's something that should never be. And what I mean by that is a place that is basically a Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, seriously. Why was this place open? of a um, code enforcement probe, a fear-sighted complaint of health, safety issues, lack of fire sprinklers, staircase made wood pallets. They said this was a death trap that during later. Would a place like this be allowed Operate. I mean, think about it. The city was already up there. Inspectors were already up there. Code enforcement officials were already up there. And they went, hey, man, this is no good. You can't have this, you can't have And they just left and said, Here, here's a piece of paper, fix it. Only in Oakland, man. Out in the San Francisco, Oakland area. Only out there. There's other reports on um, the power being stolen, meaning they didn't really have their own power grid. They would take power from other businesses. So they would plug generators or whatever the transport stuff in the other outlets and other buildings with extension cords. It was a death trap. It's exactly what it was. And yet, the city no problem with it. Here, here violation. Okay. Well, that's it. Just try and get that. Oh, okay. If you want to talk about holding this guy responsible, I'm with you. You also got to hold the city responsible. I would be holding the city responsible. The fact that they didn't close this place down, they didn't condemn this place, People like me, people on the right, we talk about how the government should stay out of our business. You know, I have a friend who loses his mind when I say, yeah, but what about abortion? We can get out of that later. But government be out of our lives. And the only time the government should be in our lives is situations like these. Making sure that there's sprinklers and there's staircases not made out of wood pallets. I mean, this is what the government's job is. It's not to tell you who could get married. It's 
not to tell you who makes a wedding cake, what bathroom to use. It's these types of things. So when the inspectors come along and go, hey, you don't have sprinklers. You don't have stairs. You have fire rods. You can't be open. You're going to kill people. You'll kill neighbors. You can't. You get out. Oh, can I get a day? No, you can't. You got to get out now. We're condemning this building. We're boarding it up. That's what they should have done. And then when they did that, they tell whatever the local cop B is, whoever the local police that are covering that area, hey, listen, we just condemned this building. Every so just pop over and make sure squat and they're, you know, doing stuff. Oh, okay, that's it. Much responsibility as this guy has. The city's got equal because they let all these people die. Just saying. Just saying. It's Rob Zakari's Rob show. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. What's something that you always carry with you? Hot Just sauce. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Are yeah. you getting information right now? <laughs> hot sauce. Hot sauce wow. in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, yes. listen, I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. not, no, seriously, hot sauce. I've been, I've been eating a lot of hot sauce, a lot of uh, raw peppers and hot sauce. That's why you're coughing. You right. might need to slow down a little bit. Yeah, I'm having a rebellion against it. Uh, because I think it keeps my immune system strong. Oh. I really do. I think hot sauce is good for you. There you go. It's one of the uh <laughs> one of the that's one of the uh better Hillary Clinton moments on the campaign trip when she was talking about the hot sauce in her purse. Talking about hot sauce in her swag. She was doing a little Beyonce there. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, hot sauce on the swag bag. All right, so real quick, let's close out the um, the show on a recount note. It's funny because my girl, the girl, the lovely, the talented, and ever- vivacious and uh, super duper and I call her super duper sexy cow um, she's actually been keeping track of this I don't know why seriously she keeps track she talks to me she goes alright uh, Trump picked up three votes Hillary picked up one vote um, and uh, Jill Stein well I don't really know the numbers on Jill's. Nobody's talking about that. It's just Trump and and I go, I know, isn't that funny? Even though it's Jill Stein's recount. Even though it's Jill Stein's recount. So, the Wisconsin recount. 
ladies and gentlemen. Now remember, Pennsylvania, you know, all they're, they're, everybody's going back and forth. You know, the, the, the she sued Pennsylvania election officials, and of course, wide recount. Uh, the, the Michigan workers are, are beginning the recount because a federal judge there delay, uh, said, no delay, just do the recount. And remember, at the end, it's all about money. It's about publicity, and it's about money. Bill Stein got more publicity than any time when she was running for president. The money she's raised is more money than she raised when she was running for president. It's insane. Absolutely insane. And just imagine if the roles were reversed, and this was Trump, imagine that. Show this isn't Jill Stein. You know she's just doing this as a vessel for Hillary Clinton. That was Jill Stein. She lost. She lost. She didn't even come in second. She's done. She's lost. She got less votes than Gary Johnson. So why is she doing this? Why is she doing this? That's the question. In Wisconsin, they are in the process of doing the recount. And basically... You're talking about votes. Seriously. They found, uh, you know, 96 votes. I don't even know. But at the end of the day, when they do vote count, they found nine here. They lost 60 here. Talk about, like, three votes. Whole little press conference in front of. Trump Tower. Again, all for publicity, all to scam people for money. It's a big game. It's a big game. She does the press conference, says every dollar that I raise for the recon is going to an account for that purpose. And we injured. Trump to look at the facts, not make up the facts. My recount push in the three Rust Belt states is not meant to change the election's results, but to focus attention on concerns about the integrity of voting systems in the three states. We're here to assure Trump that there is nothing to be afraid of. If you believe in democracy, if you believe in the credibility of your victory, put down your arms. Your erratic, your 
bureaucratic obstruction, your bureaucratic obstruction. It's insane, okay? It's just insane. Absolutely insane. Just insane. It's not about overturning. It's about... It's about Jill Stein padding pockets with cash. That's what it's about. You're talking about two or three uh, votes in Wisconsin. Something ridiculous. Something ridiculous. That at the end of the day is doing nothing except putting money in Jill Stein's pockets. And if Trump did this, there would be just That's what we go on. Pandemonium. Pandemonium. I say pandemonium. All right. I'm scared you. All right. Listen here, you guys. You're the best. I, uh, I mean that from the bottom of my little black heart. Don't forget, you can uh, follow us on. Twitter, you can follow us on Facebook, you can follow us on Instagram, you can follow us on the Rob Zakari Show, you can, you can follow us all these places. Go there. I promise you will enjoy it, you will love it. You go to uh, iHeartRadio, you go to iTunes, you go to Spreaker, you will love shows. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, same time, same place, 7 p.m. West Coast time. That's 10 p.m. Coast time. We'll see you guys then. Uh, good day, good night, good evening, good afternoon. Something like that. Bye. Are you, are you coming to the train? Led by a man who wants to break the chains Establishment is terrified they can't control his reign Let's meet this year on the tram train Are you, are you coming to the train Where brave men called out for a wall built by crane Media is terrified they can't control his reign Let's meet this year on a Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Where brave men called out the fools who lead in vain. Lobbyists are terrified they can't control our reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Of hope, side by side with me, 
make a miracle great again Break the chains Let's meet this year on the trouble train 